little friends, Meister here, bringing you episode 551 of Maestro on the Mic. In today's episode, I am answering the question, should you always display your prices? Are there times where perhaps it makes sense to not have them listed? I think you folks already know where I stand on this, but if you want the official answer, you're going to have to tune into the full episode. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestroified. Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. If you're listening to this when it drops, it is Monday, February 5th. Welcome to, I almost said welcome to Monday. Welcome to Monday, but also welcome to February. In today's episode, we're going to talk about should you always display your prices. But first, as you know, we got updates. So back to the fact that it is February, I think this bears a little discussion time. Yes, January went by fast. It always does, folks. Every month goes by fast. February is going to go by even faster because there's fewer days. Although it is a leap year. I'm thinking about my girl, Andrea, her son, her oldest of the two, older of the two sons. He was born on whatever, leap year, leap day. I don't even know what it's called because it doesn't come around, but so often, what are we, four years? Um, Is it four, seven? I don't even know. Seven years? I'm not even sure. So that's that's a rough birthday to have. But either way, this year he gets an official birthday. So shout out to him for his birthday. But Every year, every month, we say this. Man, the month went by fast. You know why? Because we're adults and we have responsibilities, which means we should expect this. Right? We should expect that it's going to go by fast. It's literally never going to slow down. That meme that goes around that's like being an adult is just constantly saying like, it'll slow down next month. It'll slow down next month until you die. And I'm like, yes, that's, that's it. So let's kind of get ahead of that and realize that it's not going to slow down and stop waiting to live your life. Stop waiting for the right time. Stop waiting to choose your happiness because it's going by. It's going by, folks. All right. Okay. So the uh, before we jump into the, to the full topic, which is whether or not you should always display your prices, which for me, short answer, absolutely. Long answer, we'll discuss in the episode. Um, before we get into that, I want to drop a few updates because it's my podcast and I can do what I want. So also thank you for listening to me do what I want. Uh, but update number one, Lex and I are continuing to decorate the apartment and I love it. I feel like when I say apartment, like I should actually say the house, it's a duplex technically. It's two on a lot, but it's 2,400 square feet. So whenever I say apartment, it feels like my old apartment, which was like 700 square feet. And I'm like, no, this thing is massive, which is why we're still decorating it and furnishing it and loving it. I actually really, really love the process of doing it. I don't really necessarily love getting things for the walls, um, but buying the furniture and like, uh, you know, the the rugs and things like that. I actually really like that. So the guest room is what we're focusing on right now. And it's really, really coming along. We had just had Anna stay here. Anna Hartman, I brought her on the podcast. Check her out if you haven't already. She is Movement Rev on Instagram. She's just a titan. I'm going to say that. She's a titan in the health and fitness world. Uh, If I was still treating, I would be taking all of her stuff. 
and and learning it. But she stayed. She was she's in Jill's mastermind, and she stayed here this past week, and uh, it was just awesome to have her here. But also also awesome to have a space where we could have her, like a dedicated space, because I would have people stay at my other apartment, which was a two bedroom, and mind you, I work from home. The current place that we're in is a four bedroom. It's a four bedroom, two and a half bath, and so. We have a full bedroom dedicated for her. We got a new bed and, you know, we furnished that. Still decorating, but like there's a full bed in there. It's actually a full-size bed. We couldn't go bigger. We could, but not really. Uh, so it's great for one person. We'll see when Lex's parents come. But we also have a full second bathroom, right? So it was great that she could be on her own schedule and we could be on our schedule. And there's no like, oh, no, like, jockeying for position or anything like that. And she had her own dedicated space. Like the, the, the fourth bedroom is also downstairs on the uh, first floor. So like it's, that's... There's also a half bathroom down there, which I just felt like it was nice. Like if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you don't have to come all the way upstairs. Like it just, it was just so nice to be able to offer that space and have that space. And every Canadian Thanksgiving, I, I share that quote, when you have more than you need, build a longer table, not a higher fence. And it really felt like that. And I know Lex feels the same and it was just really, really nice. So um, that's awesome. We also, just from a decorating house perspective, we moved or I moved one of the we had like a small table that I had out in the last apartment on the patio we have three outdoor spaces three outdoor patios and we have like a also a, like a backyard space we have three patio spaces and so I moved the table and chairs downstairs to the grill patio which is bigger than the patio I had in my last place patio balcony whatever you want to call it um and it's just so nice like they are on different sides of the house so we get different like sun and the one that I moved it down to, that one gets sun for a lot of the day because it's south facing. So it was just so nice. It's so nice to be able to be out there. And so Lex and I have breakfast out there. I actually outlined this episode when I was out there. And it's just, it just makes me so happy. Yesterday was 70 degrees. Today, while I was outlining, it felt like it was definitely in the 60s. Um, and I, I go inside once the sun really hits it because it's just too hot. And it's such a great problem to have because it's January, right? It's January, folks, when I'm recording this. And I'm like, oh, I'm too hot. I got to go inside. Uh, but that that feeling that I get when I'm, I'm, I'm such a lizard, right? That feeling that I get when I'm in the sun and I'm so happy. That is the feeling that's at, at the heart of so much of what I do, right? Where I just, I want people to be happy. I want people to, I want to be able to help people find their happiness. And so, yeah, that's a, lot, a large reason for why I do what I do. Uh, next, ep next episode, next update, and it's got me thinking about the episode, because the next update is that I finished watching House of Dragon, House of the Dragon, and why do they just stay doing women so dirty? Like, goddamn, goddamn. If you didn't watch Game of Thrones, let me just ruin it for you. They do Daenerys dirty. They do her dirty. And now I'm watching House of the Dragon, which is about, I think it's going to be Daenerys's like, sixth or seventh grandmother, like... Like grand, great, 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 great grandmother, like times seven. Fuck, they're doing her dirty. Rainice, they did her dirty. All of them. They just be doing the women dirty. I love the storylines though, and I I'm really into it. And so, if that's your thing, would love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me a text. You watch? Did you watch House of the Dragon? Did you watch Game of Thrones? What do you think? All right. Okay. Third update. My bestie. You know her, Jill Fit. She left a review on the podcast, which means that I can officially stop recording this podcast. Just be done. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but Jill knows that that words are my love language in terms of how I like to receive um, love. 
and words of affirmation, if you will. And she always, she always shows up for me like that. Um, and it just meant a lot. Like I went and I don't check the reviews like every week. Um, and I haven't asked for reviews in a bit, but I, I just happened to see it and I was like, holy shit, like I know that name. And it just meant a lot. So I'm not going to read it. If you want to read it, you can head on over to the reviews and you can check it out. And then while you're there, if you're like, man, I'm inspired and moved to leave my own review, that would be amazing. If not, that's fine too. Um, but JB, there's a good chance that you're listening to this episode because uh, you're the best. And thank you. Right, thank you for everything. I love you. And I'll talk to you in five minutes. Inside joke there, folks. Inside joke. All right. Fourth update. Registration for my Instagram business, Blueprint Masterclass, closes this Friday, February 9th, which also happens to be my mom's birthday. So make moves. Say happy birthday to her as well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Instagram Business Blueprint is a three-hour masterclass that I put together specifically, specifically for health and fitness pros who want to learn how to grow their audience, attract their ideal client, and use Instagram for online business. It'll be held on Saturday, February 10th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific. Yes, there will be a recording if you can't make it live, but if you want your questions answered, then you need to come live. I am definitely really looking forward to this one. Um, I have a full outline for it already. I haven't you know, put it together, put the slides together for it. Uh, but what I did was I sent an email out to any of the folks who had registered during the early bird period. And I asked them, what is one thing, what is the one thing that you want to learn from this masterclass? You want to walk away with from this masterclass. And based on those responses, which was, we got like 50% responses from that, which is fucking phenomenal. Um, but based on that, and that's just obviously this morning, I'm guessing we'll probably have a few more rolling because it's Monday and people are actually like checking their stuff and I sent it on Saturday. Um, but based on what they said, I am really going to focus on content creation and kind of the efficiency piece around it and definitely get a bit more advanced with the discussion on selling. Cause that is a big question that kept coming up and I want to give the people what they want. So if content creation efficiency around that and actually selling using Instagram to sell are things that interest you and you want to learn how to do that. Fucking sign up, folks. Fucking sign up. If you got more questions or anything like that, you can DM me. You can text me 310-737-2345. We will link it in the show notes. As for the price, it is 147 monies, aka $147 US American dollars, which brings us to the main topic today. Should you display, should you always display your prices? Right off the bat, as always, do what you want. Right. Always. I'm here to share what I do and what works for me. And you are free to take what serves you and leave the, leave the rest. I'm not here to be like, everyone has to do this. And if they don't, they're a bad person. No, I am simply here to share what I do and put words to what I do and perhaps what you are thinking about doing, but maybe you're nervous because you don't see other people doing it. All right. So I was actually inspired to record this episode because I was walking this morning with old Moosey Moose and there's a house to rent down the street and it had the price listed right on there, right? It's a three, three, right? Three bedroom, three bath. And it's $49.95. And I was like, great, amazing. I am not looking for a place to live, but it is always just nice to see that like right on the thing. Like, yes, if you go to Zillow, the price is right there, but it's also nice when you're just like looking at the house, you know, you're at the place and you're just like, what's the price? I hate searching for shit. I want to know right away, particularly without having to speak to somebody. Like, I do not want to have to call in or DM somebody or emails. I don't want to get on a fucking call. I don't know the price. Which is why I personally put the price on everything. Always. And I always have. I, the case for not having the price on something, namely something like a wait list, is that 
some folks will make a decision based solely on price. I personally am fine with that. I don't want to deal with people who are price sensitive. And I, yes, I use the word deal with. If it bothers you, pretend I didn't say it. I don't want to deal with people who are price sensitive. I have nothing that I'm trying to convince them of. If they're like, it's too much, that's fine. It's right. You're right. It's too much for you. That's fine. At the end of the day, we set the price. The customer determines the values. To that, the values, wow. We set the price. We as the seller, we as the owner, set the price. The customer determines the value. To that end, if they have more experience with you, there's a good chance that they may start to see your offers as more valuable. This basically is the case for not having the price on something, right? Which, again, I'm fine with. If you don't want to do that, then don't. I'm just sharing what I do, and I put the price on everything. If that's your approach, more power to you. I'm going to take that same thought process and apply it towards creating more content so that folks can have more touch points with me, podcasts, emails, posts, threads, YouTube videos, and they can take whatever time they need, however long they need, without me having to directly you know, interact with them. And they can, on their own timeline, start to see my offers as more valuable. Annie Miller just did a post about this, or a story about this the other day that she got a sale from someone. And I think one of the questions that she asks is like, how long you've been in the ecosystem or how long, basically how long did it take you to buy? And this person said six years. And I'm like, yeah, a sales cycle can take that long. Some people, it takes six minutes. Some people, it takes six years. And I'm like, do that on your own time. Like, do that without me. I'll put all the things out and then you get to decide when you do the things. So what does this look like tactically in terms of putting the price on everything always? So I think that one of the biggest areas that we see this with is... Obviously, with offers, just in general, and like, to me, I'm like just like fucking put the price on there. But one area where we can kind of go back and forth, and a, a very you know clear case can be made for either one, is with wait lists, right? So the thing to understand is when you're creating a wait list, you are typically creating this wait list for what we're going to call an open and closed cart launch, meaning that you're going to have a start point and a stop point for this when you're selling this thing, right? Where people can get it, and then after a date passes, they can no longer get it. I like to sell to wait lists exclusively for this, right? Um, Jill, her, her, I almost said fortune, but that's not forte. That's the word. Her forte is running that lead magnet and then selling to the folks in the lead magnet. I, for me, when I run a, when I have a wait list, I'm just going to duplicate my sales page. If I already have a sales page made, right? I'm going to duplicate it. And instead of them, instead of when they push the button to go to the checkout, then when they push the button, it'll take them through to a place where they can enter their name and their email and be put on a wait list. Or it won't even take them through to that. It just like is on that page. I can embed a form such that there's a, you know, a space for their name and their email, and then they can add themselves to the wait list. I have all the information on that page. I have the price. I literally have everything on it. That's how I like to do it. Right? You get to choose. I offer single session coaching calls called Maestro Meetings. The price is right on there. It's $397. The Lecture Mind, the price is right on the page. It's $10,000 for that. Right. I'm especially a fan of having a price for higher, a price on the page and such for higher ticket items because people need time to save up. Right. I don't think that people are looking for the price so they can be like, fuck this thing. I think that if you've done a good job of you know, growing that organic audience and just showing up with authenticity, they're going to the page to say, how much is it? And when can I do this thing? Can I not do it now because it just doesn't fit financially, but I could do it next year if I save up? Cool. I love that. I'm, there's literally like nothing more annoying than – I don't do sales calls, but like back in the day, there's nothing – I've done a few of them, and I'm like, there's nothing worse than like getting on a call and someone thinks it's going to be like one penny, and then you're just like sticker shocked, and you're like, what the fuck? Like where did I go wrong? What's happening here? So I don't even want that. I just put the price on the, on the thing from the jump. When I offered in-person services, I put the price right on there. I know that some physical therapy clinics don't do that. 
that if you don't want to, you don't have to. I am making the case for why I do it. Okay. If you have a service that has a range, I'm thinking of something like Lexus offers where like it's basically like it could be like a couple hundred dollars or it could be a couple thousand dollars, just depending on the scope of the of the what is it, the service, all right? I'd put that on there. I would say, you know, packages or whatever starting at X. And I would say like how high that they could go. Like, I guess it could go to infinity, but at the same time, for me, I would want to put some sort of like descriptor on there. So people don't think like, well, it's only going to be a couple hundred dollars when in reality, I'm like that thing, all those fucking things you're asking for, it's actually going to be $3,000. So I would love to see if you, you know, can figure that out to put a range on there. Right? So, you know, if we look, if we zoom out and we see here, long story short, I personally am not trying to deal with people. That's what it comes down to. I don't want to do, I don't want to deal with them. I'm not trying to convince them of anything. I will absolutely work with them, but I don't want to deal with that stuff around the pricing and, and the stories they've told themselves. That's fine. Have them. And you can handle it on your own. I'll just put the information out there. I will show up and you get to decide if it's worth it for you. I, I left the business of convincing a long time ago. It's probably one of the best things that came out of being a physical therapist. You learn like the business of convincing ain't it. Right? But a big point that I want to emphasize here is that it's me personally. Right? I personally am not trying to deal with people. If you want to, if you enjoy that, if you enjoy the communication, if you enjoy the sales side of it and, and selling in that way, go ahead and do it. Right? Like I said in the beginning, my goal with this episode and all of the rest of the episodes I share is simply to share what I do and to put words and put words into or put to words what you, know, you may be thinking about but you don't see people doing or you're feeling it but you haven't heard anyone else say it. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Right? Clearly, you don't need my permission or blessing to do anything. Right? You don't. But I'm putting it out there in case you want it. To me, right, I'll always say it, autonomy is sexy. And that goes for you as the listener in terms of what you determine that you want to take from this episode or any of the episodes I put out there. And it also goes for my consumers, my customers, which is why I put the price on everything. And then from there, I let them decide what they want to do. All right. Looking at the time, looking at the little notes here, going to wrap it up. I really am enjoying just getting these episodes out. Bango, bango, bungo. That's, I just made that up. Bungo. That's not even right, but we're going to stay with it. Um, just thinking actually last week, last Thursday was a longer episode. Would love to know if you tuned into it. Um, I don't know as of this moment because that episode hasn't gone out yet. Um, but that the episode I did with, it was a re-release that I, of the episode, episodes that I had done with, with Bud Jeffries and just wanted to pay tribute to him because uh, it has been uh, two years since his passing. So if you check those out, would love to know. Um, but yeah, big shout out to my girl, Jill, for the review that absolutely made my day. Don't forget, folks, registration for the Instagram Business Blueprint Masterclass closes this Friday, February 9th. That's also my mom's birthday. So make moves. All righty. Gonna wrap it up here. Until next time, friends. Bye, Shrew.